This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode 101. Here is the news. episode of interview with Jim Ladd, Jeff Lynn said, There's a bit of a little accent in there. I'm doing lots of different things. I did about eight tracks of nonsense, except for one AFN newsreader in Germany when we recorded, uh, he put on some official sounding American verbal news type stuff. And I put all the other stuff on, the gibberish, you know, and the bits of nonsense. There was some real funny stuff I couldn't put on because it was ridiculous. But um, yeah, just like a lot of and just put them up at random, you know. Right. And it came out uh, just what I wanted to be, like, pretty frantic. In the inner notes from the 2001 remaster of Time, Jeff Lynn wrote, This was quite bold at the time. Lots of radio stations phoned up and said, You've nicked those news items from our station. Oh, yeah, right. Actually, they were all made up in the studio, which was a lot of fun. In a 1981 interview on Perth Radio 6pm, Bev Bevan said, We had a lot of fun with that. And we all had great fun predicting what the news was going to be a hundred years from now. Um, but again, who knows? We painted a pretty gloomy picture because that's, uh, the general feel of what it's going to be like in a hundred years. In 1992, Andrew Whiteside wrote in the 13th issue of Faced Music, Here is the news is the major set piece of Side 2, the big production number. Taking the form of a future news broadcast, it gives Richard and Jeff the excuse to go to town on overdubs multi-tracked keyboards, and spoof snatches of radio news. This is years before sampling became popular, remember. The overall effect is an impressive chromium-plated sound collage. Time now for us to take a leak at the news. Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And here is fake news. Well, no, it's actually the real thing because it's brought to you by Jeff Lynn, and Jeff Lynn is a name you can trust. Yes, he is. Yes, and you can trust him to make a fantastic song like this. Even though it sounds absolutely nothing like an Electric Light Orchestra song, I think of all the songs on here is one of the ones that really, really nails the new wave sound that he was going for. There's none of the leftover Xanadu stuff hanging on in there. His voice is completely different. I mean, he's keeping it at a very low register mm-hmm. and not trying to do anything soaring or anything like that. There's a little bit of processing in there, but... The vocals were clearer, and I don't know. It's it's just doesn't sound like Electric Light Orchestra, but it's still one of my favorite Electric Light Orchestra songs. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing how much he got 
right in the song. I think he was just trying to do a fun song about newscasts. And, of course, the guy's in there still going, I want my baby back. Yeah. He's just sitting there pining for his wife or his girlfriend and watching the news and getting depressed. And I think we've all been there. <laughs> you don't, don't really yeah. need the future for that one. Yeah. Just sitting there watching television because you're depressed and the remote is three feet away and you don't want to reach those three feet because that means moving. Yeah. Yeah, it's so far away yeah. and the couch is so comfortable mm-hmm. and it's like the hug you're not getting. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> yes. This song is so straight up freaking cool. K-E-W-L cool. I first heard it late 81, maybe early 82 on KDKB. That was the album rock station of Phoenix. And I was like, this is so freaking awesome. I love that synth, I don't know, prologue, overture at the beginning of Here's the News. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really freaking cool. Oh, how space agey, how neat. Oh, that's, uh, love this. And then it goes away. And then it kicks in with that synth riff, and then the song just takes off from there. And it still was just cool in a whole other different way. It's such a fantastic, great, fun song. I am an audio-centric person, so there's a lot of audio stuff going on in here. I love all the background fake news that Jeff Lynn... Well, it's 1981. We still got what? Still got 75 years to find out if this is fake news or if it's actually real news. I suppose we'll find out then. But it's got all this future news going on back there. And even with that over the music and Jeff singing and all the synth stuff that's going on around it, it doesn't sound like a big noisy mess. It all works and pieces together well. It's one of my favorite songs of ELO. And... It's kind of amazing how Jefflin predicted, well, the near future. Because at the time, you got the news at night. And you only had three TV channels that were giving you the news. And you might get the news on the morning, Good Morning America or the Today Show. And maybe five-minute bits throughout the day at the top of the hour. And that was it. I mean, CNN was only a year old when time came out. In the 21st century, even before the 21st century, it was perpetual nonstop all the time. There's a thousand channels of nonstop news everywhere on TV and on the radio and then even on my Apple TV puck. There's even more TV news channels with CBSN or whatever it is and NBC and there's news all the time. News, it's everywhere. You can't, there's news, every news, just news, news all the time. Just being assaulted by news all the time. And it wasn't so much like that in 1981. So Jeff Lynn, he has an amazing talent for seeing the future. And this one, this song he did, because, yeah, it, even though he's talking about 2095 with every hour on the hour, well, by about 1988, <laughs> yeah, you got every hour on the hour. Mm-hmm. If you had cable, yeah. you had CNN. Yeah. Because, yeah, CNN came out in 1980, and it wasn't making too much of an impact at the time. No. But give it a few years, and yeah, all of a sudden the uh, networks were um, putting on a certain pair of pants mentioned by Negan in Walking Dead, <laughs> and we're trying to figure out what to do to compete with it. And the video for this is also really freaking cool, and it's the most acting I've ever seen out of Jeff Lynn. And the one part where Jeff sings Another action build adventure That's the most action I've ever seen come out of Jeff Lynn um, Where he just grabs the microphone and throws his other arm out into the air It's a really cool video They're all in a newsroom and it's busy And they're picking up phones and talking And there's typing and there's hot chicks in Hades makeup Working in the newsroom <laughs> And there's also Mick Kaminsky Who 
isn't officially part of ELO, except for when they're on tour, but he's there in the video, too. Uh, I found the video to be, um, well, to be 80s. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> to be early 80s, and I got the impression that I get from a lot of videos, especially of older bands when all of a sudden MTV started becoming a thing. Mm-hmm where they got kind of dragged in by some record executive and said, we're doing this. And they look over their contract and try and figure out a way out of it, and they don't find a way out of it. And so, okay, we're doing this. He looks bored through the entire thing. Jeff Lynn looks like he would rather be anywhere else than sitting around there. Kelly Grookett and Mick Kaminsky and uh, Richard Tandy, mm-hmm. they all look like they're actually having a good time with it. I didn't really see that from Jeff. As for being forced to do a video, I could see that with some other bands. But since ELO had been making videos since, well, I guess 1973, because there's one for Showdown, I think it was just part of the gig of being ELO. But it's a different thing than kind of getting up there and miming your performance. I'm glad to see that the band is doing something, that there's a story with the video, instead of like the early stuff where they're standing there in a black studio and here's the band. There's things going on here. Jeff Lynn's flailing, and I really dig that. <laughs> I really dig that yellow and black checkered tie that Jeff Lynn is wearing. It's very early '80s. As I've said many times during this album, I have a thing for '81 to '83, so I definitely love the look of this video and the sound of the song. Maybe it's because I wish they had kind of gone more with the sci-fi concept, even though that could have been even worse because they did dress a flock of seagulls, and well, they had them sitting there with mirrors and a couple women in trash bags. <laughs> so that could have been just as bad as that. But the thing is, Electrolyte Orchestra had a lot more money than a flock of seagulls. Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm wondering is, they could have at least made it look more like a futuristic newsroom if they were going to go with something like that. So that way it felt more in line with the album. Right. No, I guess that's, you know, probably wouldn't have teletype machines in 2095. Yeah. Got something to say about here is the news, then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Was it a hit or was it? Here is the news was released as a double A-sided single in the UK with Ticket to the Moon on January 9th, 1982. It got to number 61 in Germany, number 24 in the UK, number 17 in Ireland, and number 4 in France. The song was covered by Au Revoir Simone in 20-09, Frost in 20-07, Pain in 20-08, and Brave Saint Saturn also in 20-08. It was sampled by The Loons Till Death in 20-01 for the song The Seven Never Dims Starport Mix, 100% Vouron by The Opposites featuring Jacques Dio and P. Fabergé in 20-09, Future Is Now by Caritas featuring Rico Vitale in 2011, and Pesty Slep by Pesty Mosh featuring DSP and Fura in 2012. It was parodied by The Loons Till Death. The subject was KZZP newsman Paul Talbot and retitled as Here's Paul's News. In 1983, Here's Paul's News. 1989, Here's Paul's News. And 2023, Here's Paul's News. Phoenix wants John, we want Johnny back. Here's Paul's News. We're sick of Dave Pratt. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's Here is the news. I want to go home. 
I want my baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, back. Hello, this is Troy, and here is the news. Well, once again, another song that I'd almost forgotten about, because, again, I've not listened to time in quite some time, (laughs) pun intended. And, wow, I love this song. I think it really adds to the story, the robotic nature of the rhythm and the melody. And then if you see the video, which, by the way, I did not know there was a video for this song either, but there is. Basically, you have Bev, Richard, and Kelly sitting at their typewriters just robotically pulling copy from the typewriter and giving it to Jeff, who looks like he's playing the anchor in the video. And just watching the video made me wonder... You know, I said earlier on in my commentary on one other song that maybe this society that the protagonist finds himself in is a society that has lost its soul because they've become so addicted to technology that they don't even know what it's like to feel like a human being anymore. Now I'm beginning to wonder something else. I'm beginning to wonder if the protagonist may have found himself in a world where the human race has died out. Remember the end of the movie AI, where David, the android boy who looks like a human, wakes up in the future and the human race has died out and the world is ruled by robots? And I'm kind of wondering if that's the society being depicted on this album. And if that's the case, man, the protagonist must feel very lonely indeed. And I think Jeff captures that in the middle of this song when he says, I want to go home. I want my baby back. Once again, factoring in the human equation. And I don't know about you, but I hope he makes it home, or I hope he wakes up from a dream. And I think we're going to find out in a couple of songs. This is Troy. Talk to you next week. Space workers dispute in London today. A lightning strike by air shuttle officers led to over 2,000 passengers being held up for up to 10 hours to board flights. 10 Euro technicians were today sentenced by the justice computer to be banished for life to the prison satellite Pino 1. Shares of Roboco development are now climbing. A very great friend of mine. Our regular scheduled programs. The latest report from the people down there. A tiny little detail. I'd like to say hello to everybody. The Energy Council today announced. The Archbishop is waving to the crowds. The World Broadcasting Authority today announced. I think everything will be all right. We'll have to wait and see. I'll call you back later. In weather, the rain is falling. I'm Mary Jo West. I'm Todd Birch. And that brings us right up to date on the news in 2095. Bruce's cell door opened ten minutes early. There were no guards. A note fell to the ground. On it, instructions for a jailbreak. Bruce wasted no time. He went to the shuttle designated on the note. Once there, he punched in the destination code, and instead of heading to court, the shuttle was on its way back to Earth. However, Satellite 2 security was soon in pursuit. He figured if he landed in his old hometown, he'd know the area better to evade them. That is, if he could figure out how to land the thing. Like it?
hate it? What does Madeline think? And I did like the song. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 102, 21st Century Man. Got something to say about here is the news? Then news news. Yeah, baby. Love you guys, too.